2: What's up, gamers? You are watching Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, December 14th. Let me just put my sword away. I am Tamur Hussein, and joining me is I not Gary a... Witter. What? was that, Kevin? Why do you
1: have a training blade? Yeah, do you just keep a sword on you? Yeah, I live by the sword. You always have to be ready. God, you play Sekiro once and you, and you change. Once blessing. Once. You play Sekiro five times and you change.
2: Five blessing. Five. I'm up oh to God, at you least. Play Sekiro. I am above
1: fifty. Easy. Clap. Oh my goodness. Easy. I mean, as you should be. As you should be. I'm still. I still want to go back for playthrough two.
2: Yeah, you should. Um,
1: you were. You.
2: Everyone watching this came here looking for Gary the Rogue One Witter. Let me tell you what happened to Gary so gary lives in a place where um power fluctuates and uh it can be tricky um so what happened was his power went out that wasn't the problem the problem was the snakes took the opportunity in the darkness to come come through and let me tell you they came through they got him they got oh, every no. member of his family as well. Oh,
1: no. So, Not the baby. Uh, the Not baby, baby. baby.
2: included. So oh, no. sadly, uh, and let me tell you, there are some electrically charged snakes rolling through Gary's area right now, which is a problem. But I'm, I've been informed that he is taking care of it. Um, he's watched the episode of Simpsons where they whack the snakes for fun a bunch of times, and he's picked up some pointers. You think that's a um,
1: solution for the electrical issues?
2: Yeah. I, I okay. just get snakes all over them.
1: Tim, can i, I tell like you that sense. i i like you i like your fit and your look today like you got real undercover avengers vibes
2: <laughs> thank you yeah
1: With, like the, the black shirt the, the hat <laughs> the bent brim hat it's also black yeah,
2: i i am doing the uh captain america don't i do not wish yeah, to be Steve perceived Rogers, right now yeah. everybody <laughs>
1: recognize me even yeah. though it's very obviously me. don't like, look nobody, at me nobody else is built like captain america no it yeah. can only be me <laughs> Hold on, we'll, I might ask you real quick. You know, let's, let's go, the let's go. Real, real
2: yeah, let's go. So uh, what we've done instead is we've pivoted. Kevin put a f- frenzied message in the kind of funny slack and said, we need someone help. And uh, it was with a little more confidence than that. And yeah, we had Blessing come through. And so you today you were looking for the British invasion. You instead get a ble- Blessing, Forbes 30 Under 30. Let me tell you, we were at the Game Awards together. And any time Blessing met someone new, That I and I was nearby. I stopped my conversation to walk over and be like, This is Forbes 30 under 30 blessing at EOEA Jr. If you need money or financial advice, (laughs) let him know.
1: (laughs) And then bounce. Please do. Please do. Uh, Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about because I literally just put my headphones on. But uh, yesterday, though, and I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it. I'm talking about it anyway because here it is. Um, Yesterday, there was a like a Forbes 30 under 30, like get to know each other a Zoom call. Um, with like we're like all the games folks on the games thirty under thirty list. Like we're just hanging out, like introducing themselves and like, you know, getting to know each other. And when I tell you that I've never felt so like <laughs> was Jack this? Jack Harlow wasn't there. Jack Harlow uh, wasn't there, but it was like, oh yeah, hey, I am the founder of like you know XYZ app that you know of. I'm the found. I I, I founded another version of LinkedIn. Like I founded FanHouse. Like I did. And I'm I'm sitting there like I don't know, man. I talk about video games sometimes. And, like, that was kind of, like, my only intro, Um, but it's really fun. Also, I don't know if you mentioned this already, but I got hit up four minutes ago to be on this show. Uh, And so when I tell you that I made my bed so quick and, like, I I, I was able to, like, you know, go from doing other work that, like, I didn't need to be, like, on camera prepared for to being now, like, you know, on camera presenting – Mm-hmm. man we've we figured out this work from home so, situation so blessing
2: i'm going to give you a tip so one thing that i have started doing because it's just more fun this way is when i return home and i see i use this in a very specific scenario um when i see people that i used to go to school with and they're like oh what do you do right now and they're people i don't really give a crap about i'll tell mm-hmm. them just the most bold-faced lie like they're oh, awesome. they're like and And the thing is, like, it's fun because you have to try and sell it, and then you get to see whether you think they believe it. So uh, there are at least three people that I used to go to school with that think that I came up with Miles Morales. So, oh
1: my god, I I came up with Miles Morales. Is what you you were like?
2: Yeah, I I was like, I've done. I say, you know the new, you know the the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I came up with that main character. I'm also the creator of Kamala Khan. (laughs) Okay,
1: oh, you're that's genius. So i good. worked
2: i worked on thor ragnarok um <laughs>
3: yeah
2: uh so that's what i say you do like just make shit up man doesn't matter just tell everyone Almost... it's your birthday every day don't worry
1: about it every, every now and then um at like parties when i'm meeting some somebody new I'll introduce myself as Kanye West just to see their reaction. Yeah. <laughs> just to see if they're like, oh shit, is this Kanye West? Or like, is this guy's name also Kanye West? I like to see what he, what he, how people react to that.
2: <laughs> My favorite thing is like, they will go, some of them will no doubt go home and Google it. And I will, they have no way to reach out and find me and to like tell me, you liar. Because they gonna see me again. I'm in another yeah. country later. God, I love it. Anyways, that. so uh, you're <laughs> crazy. I love it. Today's stories include a last-minute Nintendo Indie World announcement, some console sales numbers because we know everyone loves those, and a poster to celebrate one of the biggest gaming L's ever issued of all time. An L so hard that it crippled a company but is now being celebrated because this is... Kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv for slash kind of funny games, we run you through the nerdy news that you need to know about and I do it with a poorly sound insulated room. I'm working on it. You sound it crazy. It doesn't sound bad at all. The, the kids love to complain about it, but I'm just getting ahead uh, of it. You, you know? know the
3: kids. I'm get getting ahead up. of it.
2: <laughs> i love them if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong which never happens by going to kindoffunny.com forward slash you're wrong forget the url it's not going to happen if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com forward slash kind of funny games go over there subscribe why not hit up roosterteeth.com or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily you can use the epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and if you're playing the new fortnite season chuck that code in and it helps us and it supports the channel easy to be part of the show head to patreon.com forward slash kind of funny games where bronze members are above right get to write in and silver members are above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping i mean goddamn one time let it be a bad game of in. This is the last week of regular content for the year 2021. Before oh, Kind of Funny goes on a break. We're going on a break, baby. Really? Um, the Blessing show will be the last piece of Kind of Funny Games content of the year. And that is going up on Monday the 20th. Well, we've got Blessing here. Round of applause for Blessing for absolutely
1: phenomenal content. Well, yeah. oh, thank it's you.
2: Love to see you. it. And he comes um,
1: quick, too. You know, got here real fast. Yep. He's here. He's ready. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's always... you say that, Kevin? What yeah. We hit you up, and you were like, I'll be right there. You, you came really fast.
2: Uh, a, a gif of a video of Kamala Harris saying, do not come. Do not come. <laughs>
1: god damn uh, but i appreciate that also go
2: watch <laughs> the blessing show if you haven't go watch the blessing show uh p.s i love you xoxo episode 100 is out now and it celebrates uh the the milestone with the second annual playstation awards for the year uh that is live for everyone on now right it's right yep it's, it's a, up it's, it's up right, up right it's now on, on uh, youtube.com full slash kind of funny games and, on and it's greg miller's and return also yeah and if you want a spoiler all the awards go to a little game called bloodborne
1: there you go. Yeah, Bloodborne. You love to That's see it. PlayStation Best PlayStation exclusive, twenty twenty you You love to see it. Best trophy list.
2: <laughs> Best family game. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Pranksy, Blackjack, and Greg Miller. Returns to content next month. Nick should quit now. I have to do it with his energy, the Busan energy, as I like to call it. Um, I'm sure yeah. my new my new neighbors are absolutely molding up there right now.
1: Dude, uh, I, do you like? I always wonder this right mm-hmm. like at what point are my neighbors gonna come through knock on my door and be like yo can you shut the fuck up fuck up?" because <laughs> like every day i'm like i get we get closer and closer to it yeah that, so like my room my... window too makes it really easy yeah, yeah my... dude, i hear them so they for sure hear me
2: yeah my neighbors are quiet all the day and then at like 9 p.m it sounds like they're doing live reenactments of the wooden clog scene from jackie chan's who am i where he's like fighting that guy um, who's very tall and he's got the wooden shoes on and he's trying to step on his feet. And it's just it's it's infuriating. And that happens for like a solid hour banging? and a half, 2 hours. I don't I don't know. <laughs> if they are the banging they're him. doing
1: some wild shit because that's not how it should work or sound. Dude um, there was there was one there was one night where I could have sworn they were doing karaoke in like the apartment next to me with like a speaker system it was incredible i was like and i wasn't mad because because i'm noisy all the time because i'm doing podcasts and i'm twitch streaming and doing that stuff so i'm like you do you i'm never going to complain to you guys because Uh, you guys have never hit me up about this but like i swear to god there was a speaker system over there they're throwing an event
2: i i opened one of my windows the other day and there's a neighbor in this building somewhere that started playing music and it was a rihanna song and i was like oh shit rihanna nice i'm cool with that and then like I realized she was singing over Rihanna, but she sounded so good. I could not tell it was just uh, her singing instead of actually Rihanna. So I was like, oh, my, oh God. my God, I've got like a superstar somewhere around here. And then- That uh, person's w- name? Shastity. <laughs> that person's name? Rihanna. <laughs> She's, moved She's moved to San Francisco. Uh, uh, let's kick it off with whatever- <laughs> Today, we're brought to you by Credit Karma. Uh, you're Amazon you're almost there. You're almost there. Green Chef and uh, Box. but we'll tell you about that later. My brain is like shifting right. I would have
1: anyway, I I finished. I would have thrown it in there. Yeah, Tim, yeah I got
2: yeah. you. I got it. I got it. I know what hosting uh, this show is like. <laughs> but now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report it's time for some new... <laughs> we've got four stories today uh baker's dozen it's a light one thank you kevin i like the the depth of that voice that was good thank you um yeah it's a light story today first story comes from the number one video game website on the internet and that is gamespot.com written by jason Finelli. nintendo indie world presentation announced for december 15th nintendo has announced one final video presentation for the year scheduling an indie world presentation for tomorrow december 15th at 9 a.m pt that is 12 p.m pt so blessing and andy will be covering that no doubt tomorrow Um, The presentation will contain roughly 20 minutes of information on upcoming indie games headed to the Nintendo Switch, according to the official announcement. No other information, including how many games will feature or what some of them will be, was mentioned or teased with the announcement. This will be the first general Nintendo video presentation since the September 23rd Nintendo Direct, which revealed Monster Hunt Arise's expansion, Sunbreak, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Bayonetta 3, and super mario bros movie cast the great chris prattening as we like to call it um there have been two game focused presentations since the direct first one was the sora reveal for super smash bros ultimate and then the animal crossing new horizons direct that revealed the game's last free update as well as the paid happy home paradise expansion the announcement also marks the first Indie World presentation since August 11th, which featured the Jet Set Radio-inspired Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, Metal Slug Tactics, and Shadow Drops for Boyfriend Dungeon, Necrobarista, Final Pour, and Axiom Verge 2. So, Blessing, mm-hmm. are you excited for this? And what do you hope will be there? And what do you think are the chances that Hollow Knight Song will finally be there?
1: Uh, for that last one, I'm going to say... Not zero, but I wouldn't <laughs> hope for it because I feel like that is the thing that people say before every single presentation. Where is Hollow Knight Silk Song? It never shows up. I think Hollow Knight Silk Song is going to, this one is going to show up at like a big event because there's been so much hype built in for it. So I don't think it's going to show up at, at a Nintendo indie world. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to see it tomorrow, but. What if it shadow it? dropped? If it shadow dropped, then I could see it. But also, that'd be wild. I feel like that's a, I don't think you shadow dropped that one. I think you, you you build you build up hype because like that's one that I think you want to have reviews for um like the day before and like you want to you want to like build you want to have that that launch build tor- towards it because I think that, that is the type of the type of title that has the potential to like be able to blow up on day one because there's already a fan base for it, and you already have yeah. people that I think are interested in it. Like when Hollow Knight Silk Song comes out, I think I want to try it out, even though I didn't play the original Hollow Knight, just based off of how how uh, how high people are on the original Hollow Knight. Like it makes me mm-hmm. want to ju- want to jump into the franchise. I think with that, you want you. I I don't think you can just shadow drop it. At least in I the way mean- that it's like it's out today. Maybe if it's out next week. I Maybe feel like isn't. you could
2: do an out today with uh, with uh, Silk Song cuz they have people they have been edging people so hard for the last mm-hmm. what 2 years like I think people are ready to bust up for Hollow Knight Silk Song like at a moment's notice I feel like that's a power move for them I that game I don't believe requires as much marketing as many other indie games would be would require. I feel like they could be like you, you know you've been waiting for Hollow Knight Silk Song so here it is. It's out now and it would crush servers everywhere. Yeah. Um my, I, mean, my, I feel
1: like I mean for you as as somebody who reviews games, what would that what would that do for you? It would be absolutely
2: devastating.
1: It would yeah. be devastating. I feel like it, would, I feel like it would piss yeah. it would piss enough like media people off in terms of oh it's almost it's like holiday time and now i gotta cover this shit like please don't do this to me
2: (laughs) i would i would have to approach one jordan ramey uh who's the game sport he's basically like just please give me he he's just he's just a thin man now he exists just for hollow knight and Mm -hmm. every time i see him he's frailer and frailer um but i'd have to be like bro i know you said you're off but there's a hollow knight silk song right now you want to review it I think the one thing that gives me pause about that happening is it's a multi-platform game, Um, likely. Like, uh, so I I feel like unless Nintendo secured an exclusive or timed exclusive, which I imagine we would know about by now, um, that feels like it would be upsetting to a lot of uh, non-Nintendo fans. But you never know. It could be like um, it comes out on, and they say like we're ready to drop it. It's out now, and then we get you know press releases from PlayStation and Xbox and amazon luna or whatever um and it's out uh, there what what What? stadia is google stadia still alive
1: I'm i was sure talking I... about this yesterday yeah we we're talking about this yesterday i gave about google <laughs> stadia let it die it's it's fun it's, it's, they didn't it's try that dying. hard it was a mistake yeah. But it. at least we have Luna. At least we have Luna. I think regarding this this uh, Nintendo Indie Showcase, in terms of my hype for it, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. You know, looking back at the previous one from August, the the article you read um, uh, shouted out some of the titles. But, like, it was a really good Indie Showcase, right? We got Bomb Rush, uh, Cyber We got Axiom Verge 2 stuff. We got Eastward, which that was my introduction to Eastward, and that game uh, looked really cool from that showing. Uh, Tohm Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, which turns out isn't a mobile game, even though I thought it was a mobile game. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics, like Tetris Effect Connected, uh, like Loop Lu- Hero coming to Switch, Boyfriend Dungeon, barista. I mean, that was a pretty stacked indie showcase. And I think when it comes to indie showcases, the Switch the 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 Nintendo Nintendo knows how to do them because the Switch mm. is such a great platform for indie games and th- so there's always a strong indie showing on the Switch right like when i mean comparing it to something like the PlayStation um like state of plays i feel like nowadays you, you when whenever a new state of Play is announced i go into it being like all right what we get is what we get cool we got more info on um uh, uh, what's the, what's the game at the end of the the uh, state of play on the last one? Little Devil Inside. We got more info on oh, Little yeah. Devil Inside. Sweet. But then it's like cool. The rest of the stuff is like the the Let It Die Battle Royale that they announced. The the like a bunch of random games and then a bunch of like Death Door coming to PlayStation and then like you know a, a good amalgamation of stuff that you may be excited about and then stuff that is probably unexciting for most people. I think the Nintendo yeah. Switch indie stuff um is fairly good in terms of what they decide to show and the justice they do while showing that stuff so with Agreed. that i'm excited for it i don't know what uh could be there i hope i i think if i have one hope it would be for sports story because it's been a while and that's that's a game that's been delayed multiple times and i believe that is slated for sometime next year i'll la- i would love to get an update on sports story because golf story i think was so important to the um, switch in year one and it's just a fantastic game that i love and so i really want more on sports story
2: So when you said if I had one hope, my brain started playing Ray J's One Wish. wish. So first thing. (laughs) Uh, Secondly, I do think Hollow Knight, maybe not, but I think that we will get a few shadow drops i feel like nintendo is going to be like we got some games for you to buy going into christmas mm. this will basically you know give us a nice revenue stream for a little while and you know anyone who's buying a switch which is a lot of people as we'll come to in the next story um we'll have a bunch of you know options new options to to for stuff to pick up the next story comes from the second best video game website on the internet it is of course gamespot.com written by one Darren Bunthius. Now, Nintendo. As we're getting
1: into it, Tam, I do want to mm-hmm. say I'm looking at the story, and we mm-hmm. did cover this yesterday. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, we did have this as a new oh, story. Oh,
2: I looked in the, I looked in the. Oh, I can't read, man. I can't read. That's all okay, good. I mean, we the story about it itself. Just act like they didn't. Yeah. Just act like you've been here before, blessing. I so like um uh the story was gonna be the uh Nintendo Switch uh sales, which were super super high, and it does make sense that. It kind of makes sense that Nintendo would have a a kind of uh, this kind of uh, showcase, just because um, you know they want to build some hype, having going uh, going into the holiday season. Yeah, I think it's probably too late to try- actually. No, the Switch is still very viable, right? I think we can pivot this story into we are in a situation where it is still hard to buy an Xbox and a PlayStation Five, which is ridiculous, right?
1: Yeah, like it. I mean we the, the the interesting thing about hardware right now is that you know like when we look at the wide sales of Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5, it mm-hmm. is like you, you you start looking at the sales dips and you can't compare it to other console generations anymore, just in terms of what the demand is versus what people are actually able to get um like right now the 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 new gen of consoles are trailing behind the old trailer con- or the old gen of consoles um by like what the, those sales were around the same time right the second the, mm-hmm. the second year after release um i don't i'm actually i've actually not been paying attention much to like switch availability so i don't I, I know there's like i know the chip shortages affect the switch as well i don't know what the demand is compared to what those shortages are like is it difficult to get a switch?
2: I don't think it is. I mean, I think it definitely helps that there are multiple versions of the Switch now. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I if you're just settling for an old sc- or a, a normal Switch model, um, I was going to say old school, but there's a they phase I think they phased out the uh, the uh, original model for the new battery life one. But like, I just went to I just went to um, uh, JeffBezos.com and looked at uh, a Switch OLED models and. Looks viable, like easy. No issues. Jeff Grubb
1: saying his Switch is sold out frequently. Nano is saying only the OLED Switch uh, is what's available. And it seems like people are having it, it seems like sometimes you're able to get it, sometimes you're not able to get it, which is better than than I'd I'd say you could say for PS5 and Xbox Series.
2: I think it certainly helps that there's not a culture of scalping and like um, trying to grab uh, drops around the switch in the same way it is around the playstation 5 and and the xbox series x um the s is very buyable like that's one thing that i found i've picked up an s very easily um while i was in the uk and i see them around quite frequently when i'm in a target or a a walmart Um, so like i think the Switch definitely feels like it is still struggling in terms of availability in in, but not to the degree that the others are. But it also feels like it is benefiting most from the others really, really struggling. I think like people, exasperated people, are just like buy a Switch, and and mm-hmm. like Nintendo is clearly reaping the rewards of that. Which incredible scenes here! I'm glad it's happening. Um,
1: yeah, and like, long... I mean, to, I mean, uh, to, on to bring back to the topic a little bit of the of the indie world thing. I think you make the really good point of being able to see multiple games shadow drop because of the Christmas season, right? Like coming off of uh, Black Friday in November, the Switch being the, the leading console in November, I think puts that at a place where they're probably like, cool, now that we have this console in way more people's hands again, let's put some ga- let's put some games in their hands, right? Like how can we how can we drive up excitement, especially for right now where the the fall game for, for Nintendo, well at least like the November fall game for Nintendo was Pokemon. And going into December there's not much for first party because I believe uh, Advanced Wars got del- did it get delayed? I think Advanced Wars got delayed. California.com/slash-year. Yeah, wrong. yeah, it did, it did. Um, and so like, if you're gonna fill in a space right now, is the time to do it, right? Like, if you if you're a new game coming out on Switch in December, I think that is an ideal time to come out and actually shine and probably get some really good sales on the console. And with that, like, I'm I, I think. Uh, I'm, I forget if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game has a release date yet. Actually, no, that got delayed into next year, so that's yeah. not going to shadow drop. But like, I'm I'm sure we might see that. We might see some more gameplay from that. And like, I'm still trying to like go through my mind of like the rolodex of what are the games that could possibly shadow drop. Um, and it's tough to think, right? Like, I Oli Oli World I think is also slated for next year now. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe you're onto something with Silk Song. You know, that, like so I can't think it's the else. only one that I feel like has
2: been in, develop long enough, in development long enough for it to shadow drop and, and mm-hmm. isn't like, hasn't been clearly moved in, in a way that's like, nope. Um, but we'll see. Also, I thank like... you,
1: Chad, for mentioning Metroid as well uh, for another Fall game that came out. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Point. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pivot to a story that wasn't um, included in the run sheet, but you may have talked about it yesterday the Halo updates. Did you talk about that
1: yesterday? Uh, Which Halo updates?
2: So the Halo Infinite playlist and challenge update is out now. Um, And I'm grabbing this from um, HaloWaypoint.com. And uh, what we have is an exciting multiplayer playlist update. Um, There are new social matchmaking playlists to Halo Infinite arriving today, including Team Slayer, which is obviously just Team Slayer. We'd love to see it. Um, Free for all. Tactics Slayer, which you might know as SWAT. That is blessing. I know you're not super experienced with Halo, but that is your new favorite game mode.
1: Oh, dude, uh, I, the, Splitgate has a version of that. Of that Swat, I was yeah. On.
2: yeah, so, uh, and then, of course, Fiesta. And then 343 said, um, Today's playlist update is just the first step. We know players want even more agency and more variety, and the team continues to work on longer-term plans for rotational and core playlists, game modes, and improved matchmaking experiences. Um, uh, ranked and uh, BTV matchmaking updates. Uh, they've adjusted ranked matchmaking rules to increase the priority of close individual skill matches, particularly for players at higher skill levels. Uh, we're taking this in stages. Uh, the first priority uh, increase took place on December 11th, and the second took place today. Adjusted BTV matchmaking rules to prioritize making uh, matches with lower latency. This will mainly help players uh, in lower population regions avoid high latency matches, which is super cool. Um, And then we're doubling overall matchmaking timeout from five minutes to 10 minutes to better accommodate very high skilled players finding suitable matches, particularly when uh, in full fire teams or searching from lower population regions. So we've got a nice, uh, and then there's challenge updates as well. or third overall update to challenges and progression since Halo Infinite's uh, beta launch on November 15th. Um, and they say this one uh, iterated and tuned, removing outliers and adjusting uh, troublesome entries in the challenges, while also helping to speed up overall battle pass progression so far we're happy with the results of these changes but we know there are plenty of opportunities to continue evolving and improving today's update aims to further alleviate frustrating challenges adds brand new challenges to take advantage of the new playlists and reduces the requirements for the weekly ultimate challenge and while it won't come into play quite yet changes have been made for event challenges to help address some initial player feedback uh, yeah, so it looks like there's a whole bunch of tweaks being made to Halo right now. I'm super, super excited about the new playlist and especially SWAT um, being introduced. Love that game mode, um, and I'm Dude, excited I'm to fire that. it up. Um, yeah, you're gonna jump in.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm still on the Halo train, which I'm very happy about. Like I I was actually last night uh, looking through like the stats because I love that on uh, uh, Xbox you can go through and like see like the hours that you put in and also the hours that other people have put into the game. And I've loved like looking through my friends list and saying like, alright, like, you know, how many hours How many hours have I put into Halo versus how many hours is like, Mike? Snowbike Mike put into Halo? And, like, sure enough, Mike has put in a lot of hours into Halo. But Mike is playing a degenerate amount of hours. Yeah, like Mike is playing man. like he doesn't have a job. Yeah. Um, or, like, he plays it for his job, which actually makes more sense. But, right. like, you know, I, I was looking at my hours I was like, oh, shit, like, I put in, like, a good so far, like, a good 35 hours into Halo which is more than I would have expected if you asked me a year ago. And I also started the campaign last night, finally. And mm. I like i i didn't even mean to um I, I wasn't expecting to play more than like 30 minutes on the first night just because like i had other things i was doing last night i was watching love life on HBO max very good show season two <laughs> excellent um but you know with that i booted it up started playing and you know i played until i hit the like the open world section which is probably like an hour an hour and a half into the game um mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. You know, like I think Halo Halo has had such a good, strong launch. And them doing the early launch for it on the anniversary leading into the campaign launch a few weeks later, I think was such a strong move and such a smart move to like kind of extend that longevity longevity of the conversation around it. Um, yeah. and how much it's gotten to kind of stay in like the 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 conversation and stay in our minds, especially because it's not coming out around anything else that's like as big, right? There's Call of Duty, there's Battlefield 2042. But there's not really anything that's halo infinite um, that's coming ra- out around this time and so th- it's been able to dominate the conversation in a way that i think has been very beneficial to it and i think them adding in these modes um and being pretty rapid about updating and pretty rapid about um giving people something to, to return to and come back to like i'm for sure gonna come back to play some swat i'm for sure gonna come back uh, for Fiesta, because I had such a fun time with Fiesta when that was originally in the playlist, I think they're treating this game the the, the best that they possibly could. You know, it's not not perfect, right? Because we didn't get Forge and campaign co op and those things at launch. But I think for what we do have, they're doing a phenomenal job of yeah. updating and, and 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 keeping it something that stays interesting throughout time.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, it's been a few days since uh, I've played um, and like I'm itching to get back in. So I think I'm going to play some hopefully today now that the uh, the playlist updates are out. Um, nice.
1: now, one yeah. thing I would want to throw out there, shout out to Cam Final Mix in, in chat. Mm. Uh, Cam said Neon White talking about games that could shadow drop. And that is fucking genius because Neon White is a game that's it has been slated for winter. 2021 it's an indie game that's coming out on the switch it is an annapurna game uh and if you're not familiar with neon white definitely check out a trailer because i think that game looks super cool i cannot wait for it but it's a first person action platformer game with like card (laughs) card mechanics to it with a really interesting art style kind of reminds me a little bit of paradise killer in the art style looks really awesome and i if that shadow drops tomorrow i'm gonna be very excited
2: something interesting that you might know about cam surprisingly tall Add it to oh, the yeah. thread, Cam. Add it to the thread. I, uh, love I
1: love Cam because one, he's tall, two, he has great hair. Three, he was at the Game Awards, and he was the other person rocking a turtleneck in Shane. And so we we're like we were fun uh, turtleneck bros. He
2: had the hey, who who is- I,
3: think, I think everyone should chill about this chill out about this tall shit, all
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> who was what was the final count on the turtlenecks? For how many people showed up in turtlenecks? How, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those it was, those it was me, those you, those Cam. Yeah, Cam. There was Jack Septikai. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one who I was think thinking. That
2: was the four. <laughs> yeah. That's, four that's the squad. The uh, Total next squad is me, Blessing Cam, and Jack Septica.
1: Yeah, Cameron Hawkins is what we're talking about, by the way, for people who yeah. don't know his username, Cam Final Mix. A little legend. You'll recognize him from Podcast Unlocked. Mm-hmm.
2: Remember, you can go to patreon.com forward slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And if you haven't done that, we got some ad for you.
0: Time for some sponsor work. This episode is brought to you by ButcherBox. If you ask me, the holidays are all about winning, whether that means getting the best gifts or cooking the best food. And when it comes to serving up the best holiday meals, especially meat, quality matters. Every month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meat straight to your home with free shipping in the continental US. There's no antibiotics or added hormones, and each box contains between eight to 14 pounds of meat, depending on what you choose. I love ButcherBox some of this and oh man the steak was fantastic I just love meat and ButcherBox makes that love a reality in my household this holiday ButcherBox is giving new members one pack of bacon for free in every box plus $20 off each box for the first five months of your membership that's free bacon for life and up to $100 off sign up at ButcherBox.com KFGD that's ButcherBox.com KFGD B-U-T-C-H-E-R B O X.com slash K F G D. Next up, shout out to Green Chef. Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Green Chef makes cooking easy so you can spend less time planning and prepping and more time eating delicious home-cooked meals. Plus, Green Chef has options that fit every lifestyle. Keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free, giving everybody options from blessing to Kevin and his family with Paula being a vegetarian. Uh, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and between the two of them, there's now something to choose for literally everyone. Both HelloFresh and Green Chef are awesome, so sometimes that choice is a little hard in a good way. Uh, I've been loving Green Chef every once in a while. Gia Cook said it's been a wonder for, for Cool Greg and Blessing, like I was saying. Go to GreenChef.com slash KFGD10 and use code KFGD10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's GreenChef.com slash KFGD10 and code KFGD10 to get 10 free free meals, and free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Next up, shout out to Credit Karma. If you've ever applied for a credit card or personal loan and been rejected, you know how frustrating it is and how dang often it seems to happen. That's why Credit Karma is changing the way people find and apply for cards and loans. Whether you're refinancing credit card debt or paying for an upcoming expense, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you fresh personal loan offers that are personalized just for you. You members who compare loan offers on Credit Karma save an average of 30% on interest rates. That's a lot. Uh, it's totally free and easy to sign up for a credit karma account with no effect on your credit score. Credit Karma will even show you your approval odds so you can choose offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. On credit karma, you can check out multiple loan offers side by side with easy to compare estimated terms. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com/slash loan offers to see personalized offers with your approval odds right now. Go to Credit karma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's C R E D I T K A R M A dot com slash loan offers. And finally, shout out to Amazon Music. You clearly have great taste in podcasts because you're listening to this right now, but why not try out Amazon Music? Amazon Music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to, but it's not just podcasts. They also have thousands of music stations and top playlists to stream for free. You can try out Amazon Music Unlimited that gives you unlimited access to over 75 million songs, plus podcast music videos and more with unlimited skips. I have been getting hype for Spider-Man No Way Home coming out uh, and I've been listening to a lot of the scores of previous Marvel movies uh, from Marvel Studios projects and I've been listening to it all using Amazon Music. Uh, if you've never tried Amazon Music Unlimited, now is a great time for a limited time. New customers can try Amazon Music Unlimited free for three months. No credit card required. Just go to Amazon.com slash KFGD. That's Amazon.com slash KFGD to try Amazon Music Unlimited free for three months. Amazon.com slash KFGD. Renews on automatically cancel anytime terms apply
1: damn your sword is so big
0: right hey. it's big yeah. right it's cool Dude. yeah how do you carry or that oh back? Like, god we're back
2: oh yep. crap yeah my bad we're back we're back uh uh, back. uh story number three the official xbox red ring of death poster is now for sale this comes from the third best video game website on the internet it is of course gamespot.com written by jason Finelli. and i'm excited to announce that we've had a surprise guest arrive for this specific story the person we needed it is gary
3: witter how are you doing gary can you hear me i can you hear can. you did... Okay. Okay. did you get
2: rid of the snakes did you
3: defeat the snakes I, I look. I don't know about anything about fucking snakes. The power was the power went out. Now it's back. That's how. That's what the snakes want you to believe. I'm glad you're back. Um, I'm back. I, you don't need to see me, do you?
2: No, we can just no, have you, can you. you. We can just say, have you have you hang out. You can just hang, out. Oh, you just hang that, out. That
3: works. That works for
2: me. Um, so Xbox is deep into its 20th anniversary celebration, and while Microsoft has given a lot of attention to the highlights of its past. It also has not shied away from its darker moments. Case in point, the, this new listing on the Xbox Gear Shop for a poster focusing on the Red Ring of Death, the infamous error display that plagued the Xbox 360 during its eighth year, eight year tenure. The print is part of a seven print series commemorating Power On, the new six part documentary series that recently debuted on YouTube. The Red Ring of Death. For those unaware, was an error display on the front of the Xbox 360 where three of the four lights would blink red instead of all four turning green when powered up. The lights indicated some sort of hardware error that would require the console to be serviced or replaced. A 2009 console uh, console failure study found that nearly a quarter of Xbox 360s saw the error compared to 10% of PlayStation 3s and 2.7% of Nintendo Wii's having errors. The Red Ring of Death poster is available on the Xbox Gear Shop for $25. Power On, the documentary following the Xbox's 20-year lifespan is available now on YouTube and features the first interview with ex-Xbox boss Don Matrix since he left Microsoft in 2013. Blessing, Gary. You guys interested in taking one of the biggest gaming L's of all time and turning it into a poster and putting it up on your walls?
1: Honestly, I think this is pretty cool. I kind of like this, but I want to hear what Gary has to say first. Actually, as an ex-cast host,
2: yeah.
3: well, I was going to say I haven't had a chance to, to watch the documentary because it, it, it just came out, but uh, I did um, walk around that uh, that virtual museum that they did yeah, yeah. Uh, for the 20th anniversary, and you can kind of scrub through the whole timeline of, of, of Xbox from the launch up to the modern day, and it you know takes in all the generations and all the significant events. And one of the things that I thought was quite admirable on Microsoft's past is that they part uh, is that they didn't. Try to whitewash, you know, or or you know, just you know, brush under the carpet some of the more ignominious parts of their history. They do it. They talk about the red ring of death. They talk. Mm. They even talk about the disastrous launch of the Xbox One and Kinect. And I make fun of Microsoft all the time for kind of pretending that Kinect. What's that? Like they would rather you know, pretend that it didn't <laughs> happen. But they did acknowledge it. They acknowledged their failures, and they think that was the right thing to do. Because if they hadn't, they would have gotten called on it. I'm not sure about selling a twenty-five dollar poster i think it's in the right spirit it's funny i was talking to some friends of mine last night because i was in a discord with some friends talking about that poster and i had a friend who went through like five or six xboxes all of which red ringed and i had a launch xbox i bought my day one 360 and i never mm. had a red ring on it i got wow. it like, I, I got incredibly lucky but it was i mean it was a very very widespread problem as i recall damn
2: i had i had a i was working at a game at the time and i had a system where i would every time a new special edition console came out i would do some things and replace my existing one with a new one so i had managed to avoid the red ring for a really long time until... as, as as
3: i recall at the time they did they acknowledged it even in real time yeah. right and they i think they i think they ate like a billion dollars in a lot in, in, yeah. in, in free replacements for people um, what was the, do you remember the thing what I don't know if it was related to red ring, but what was the whole business of wrapping your Xbox? In yeah, so, do you so basically that? actually,
2: yeah, that's how you would fix it because the pr- issue was like the some part of the issue was the heat would cause the soldering to fail, and like it would mess up some of the circuitry. So the idea was you would wrap it in a towel or something like that and put it in a freezer, and that would like reconstitute some of the soldering so that when you played it again it would work briefly but it was you were just resetting the clock on it and eventually it would fail again but right. i remember a bunch of people were doing that to to kind of uh figure it out and and get a few more hours of gears from their desk. Desperately... yeah I'm, I'm
3: i'm one of the few lucky ones i never got a red ring but like i said i, I know people that went through through several yeah i, it was I a got big embarrassment for microsoft at the time blessing did you get one
1: no, because I didn't have an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Oh, you didn't have an I, Xbox. I I did have a PS Three, and my story is the Yellow Light of Death, yellow light which of death, I, yeah. is way less, uh, I guess, prominent as like a, a thing to talk about. And maybe it's just because it happened less than the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I gotta guess, but it was an issue I dealt with a lot with my PS Three. Because when I when I finally got a PS Three, I got one that was like it was um uh like a already used PS3. I forget what they call it when, when they take it and refurbish. It was a refurbished, refurbished PS3 yeah. uh, that I got. Uh, and that was it was the OG one. And the reason I got that one is because I wanted the backwards compatibility. I really wanted the, the ability to go back and play my older games. And so I really wanted the, like, 80 gigabyte Gen 1 PS3. And that screwed me because after about a couple of years of using it, uh, I kept getting the Yellow Light of Death, the Y-L-O-D. <clears throat> the y- mm. <clears throat> Y-L-O-D. So I, like, still just woke up. And so I'm, like, trying to, like, get that uh get get all that out of my throat um but that was a huge problem for me right and like i ended up having to send my ps3 back and forth not even to sony through like a third party uh repair repair shop to get my ps3 fixed and they would send it back and then three months later it would happen again and i kept sending it back because i had like a warranty through that third party repair company they're like hey if it breaks within six months or something then we'll do your repair again for like a very low cost it was like 10 bucks or something for me to get my repair done again and so i'll keep doing that over and over and over again to the part to the point where that is now part of my core ps3 experience and honestly like seeing them seeing um xbox do this poster i think is actually pretty fun and actually pretty pretty um self-aware in Mm. a way where you know, I'm sure for a lot of folks, the Red Ring of Death is part of their core Xbox ex- experience as somebody who is like who somebody who is part of the Xbox ecosystem in the way that like you might get nostalgic for Conquer mm-hmm. or you might get nostalgic for Halo or you might get nostalgic for, you know, Xbox uh, Live or you know Connect or whatever the thing is. I'm sure for many people, Red Ring of Death is part of the Xbox story. And I think not shying away from it from not shying away from it and acknowledging it and giving people something to like. As a memorial, I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty I mean, like, cool like I said, they,
3: we, we, we give them credit for it, but really, I think it was the only option they, they, they could have taken. Had, had yeah. they, like, had, had they brushed it under the carpet, they would have got called on it. So the right thing to do was to own up to it and, and take it in the good spirit. Hey, listen, you know, history of Xbox is great, but, you know, there were some fuck ups along the way and, you know, you, yeah. you acknowledge them.
2: Yeah. And it's also yeah. a kind of like a moment where you can, you can almost proudly, um, Display it if you're that kind of person. You're an Xbox fan because you know Xbox is doing really well now, and this is a reminder that like you went through it with them when they were really in the trenches, and you were there through, you know, the real lows, and now you are there during the highs. So people who yeah. have some Xbox pride, this is a good way to to kind of address that so it makes perfect sense
1: if there was a yellow light of death poster i'll for sure get it i'll get it and hang it up because that like that right that alone i think invokes feeling in me part of like part of it is just like the dread of oh no the yellow light of death like i have that that immediate like guttural reaction seeing that that imagery but also at the same time you know it's part i think it's part of the story right it's a big it's a thing that means a lot to me in terms of like what i was going through in like 2011 2012 um and so yeah i think i think i think it's fine and also i th- there uh, there are a lot of people on twitter that are freaking out about this that are like super mad about it and like listen it's not like it's not like xbox you know kicked your puppy or like you like set your house on fire your console stopped working you know it's not i don't i don't think i don't think it's as serious of a thing as people are making it out to be i think it's like cool yeah it was it's it's a it was a a, an unfortunate circumstance of like them not doing the right work building their console over a decade ago but like it's been a decade i don't think it's it's as big of a deal anymore yeah yeah i mean i I mean at at the
3: time it was clearly unacceptable i mean they should not have let a hardware failure that you know that serious and that widespread They should never have let it ship, and and in the end, it cost them a ton of money. But yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you know, comedy equals tragedy plus time. Enough time has has elapsed that you can Mm. now look back on it and laugh. But it wasn't funny at the time.
1: If Nintendo Switch uh, or if Nintendo put out a um, like a Joy-Con drift poster today, then that'd be a different story. I'd be like, "Yo, too soon, too soon." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. like too soon. Like I'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck, Nintendo? Like, no, that's not acceptable." If they did it like twenty years from now, after like they've completely fixed
3: it maybe it'd also, be a nintendo, and also nintendo would never do that they just they don't wouldn't. have that kind of sense of humor
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they've got no sense of humor and very little self-awareness <laughs> um next story comes from ign.com's jared moore uh, some halo infinite players are suffering a save wiping glitch this is a rough one this is a settling because this might be a slightly worse one but a number of the halo infinite players have reported coming across a save wiping glitch in the game affecting both single player and multiplayer gameplay as reported by players on reset Era and halo Way- waypoint halo infinite appears to contain a bug that is causing players to load into the game from a third person perspective before breaking their save files completely the issue itself uh, The issue itself is reportedly affecting both Xbox and PC players and seems to be caused by a login-related bug. Reset Era user 99Humanity reports that after launching the game, they would load into the campaign in third-person mode with Master Chief clipping through the floor. When attempting to head back to the menu and relaunch their progress, the user notes that their save file would fail to load and display as if they'd completed 0% of the campaign. Prior to the issue, 99Humanity notes that they had experienced the Xbox sign-in pop-up prompting them to click Let's Go and log back into the platform. Other users who have experienced similar problems with the campaign have also noted receiving the same prompt. While 343 hasn't commented on the root cause of the issue, it appears that it stems from a double login attempt taking place after clicking the Let's Go option when it pops up in the Halo menus. According to 99 humanity the double login may come about during to due to a number of reasons these include plugging in a second controller a controller disconnecting and reconnecting and when using the quick resume feature on Xbox if you had been previously playing a game where multiple users were signed into the same account. In addition to other reports, YouTube player Dustin K has uploaded a video to their channel breaking down their experience. During the clip, the YouTube fo- forces the e- login pop-up to generate after repeatedly disconnecting and reconnecting their controller and suffer similar issues with their campaign save files. YouTuber also noticed that some possible fixes for the issue for players who are um, playing the game across multiple devices. Um, as per uh, reports, the double login bug also appears to be affecting multiplayer gameplay, so, although in this case the issue is causing players to spawn through the floor mid-game. The double login bug isn't the first that Halo Infinite has featured where reports stem from Xbox user quick resume functions. Um, but last week, uh, 343 warned players against using the quick resume when playing Infinite's campaign as it is causing an issue that stops multiplayer cosmetics earned in the games campaign from showing up in your multiplayer inventory. Currently 343 hasn't specified a timeframe for a fix on the issue. Though the studio has stated it's working on something. Oh, that is a that is a rough one. I I am terrified of that. Uh, I did have a double login moment, but I just left it. I didn't do anything, um, so thankfully nothing is broken for me. And if it if it had happened, my campaign wasn't super far in anyway, so I would have been fine. But that is a rough one to have out there for a game that is
3: like so popular right now, right? It's one of the worst kind of bugs in general to get, isn't it? We all hate losing progress yeah. right and especially now in the era of cloud saves i am nervous about it all the time every time my data syncs it's, it's not that widespread but every, like a few times since cloud saves have been a thing i've i've logged into the game and like it sync it syncs to an earlier save or something because it didn't quite sync with the cloud correctly and that's annoying uh i know barrett just had a hellish experience with persona 4 persona, gold yeah, losing yeah. all of his progress and having to kind of macgyver a solution um and a friend of mine playing halo infinite I mean, he, had, he had an issue recently where he had, like his mid-level save didn't take and he had to go back to the start of the level but nothing as serious as like losing all your progress they need to fix that
2: yeah that's wild um i'm surprised that there isn't i, I mean i'm sure that there is uh, th- there is a team working super hard on it but I'm, I'm surprised that there isn't clearer communication as to like here's when we will have that stuff done by yeah um
1: and I'm yeah. sorry, I'm surprised, maybe I've just not been paying attention. I'm surprised it's not been like more of a widespread thing of, hey, don't use um, uh, Quick Resume with Halo Infinite, because... You know, I again. I started the pa- campaign last night, and right when I logged off, I immediately just put my console on quick resume because I wasn't really thinking about it. I didn't realize that this is a thing until this morning, and so that is super scary. And that's a I good don't know PSA if, for people out there not to. use I don't quick know if they've right
3: um, if they've fixed it, but on uh, it, the quick resume has been an issue on the multiplayer side as well. Basically, if you quick resume, yeah. the, if you like walk away from the game oh, and yeah. they quick resume it later, it won't connect to any lobbies. Like you have to manually quit out and completely relaunch the game in order to kind of reset the yeah, multiplayer. So that's something else I'm I'm sure they're looking at.
2: Yeah, I've I've been using quick resume and when I come back to the game, um it usually like it breaks. I'll need to quit out of the game completely and relaunch it almost every time, which is I mean, it's not a major deal, but it is kind of a weird hiccup that um you're constantly having to factor in, which and it is like not ideal in the Xbox ecosystem when this is one of their like coolest features. I was talking about this game. on the
3: Xcast recently, you know, as much as it was as much as the year delay was clearly the right thing and you know I think Halo Infinite now is kind of a poster child for like yes, you should delay your games because imagine what this would have looked like if they'd shipped it a year ago. It would have been a nightmare. Yeah. So yeah. waiting was obviously the right thing, but even with the year wait, it's clear that it went right down to the wire, you know, like no co-op campaign uh multiplayer is great but you know kind of minimal like it didn't ship with a lot of maps there's a lot you know the the battle pass there was definitely some jankiness and several bugs as well um it looks like even with that extra delay like they couldn't miss the date again right because it was 20th anniversary and you know they didn't want the embarrassment to have to delay it again so they had to hit that that delayed date but it's clear that they just even then they just barely got the product out the door in time
2: yeah it is it's a weird situation to be in and I hope that they figure it out sooner rather than later and it's not, not a great thing to have going into the holiday season or the period where people are going to be playing a lot of Halo. Even that quick resume bug is going to be annoying as hell for a lot of people during this period where yeah. they're dipping in and out and you know taking breaks from playing Halo to stuff their face full of Turkey or whatever it may be. Um, I think it will be quite some time before uh, we get an update on those bugs but blessing if i wanted to know what is coming to mama grub shops today where would i look
1: you look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday Tim, hey, you don't do the jingle you don't fuck with the jingle I can hear it. Can you not hear it? No, like I, you don't, I like, couldn't sing hear it, it either.
2: No, 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 no. I, I, I like to listen to it, and I like and I, I patiently await um for Kevin to do his
1: yeah. Because like Tim was Tim was the one that, that um started using the actual pre-recorded tune. I love the pre-recorded tune. Yeah, I oh, like, like there's, it. There's, like, there's something uh, different when it comes from from the from the soul. You know, we get to hear that singing voice. Do
2: Do you want to do it now?
1: No, I mean the, the moment's already passed. I want to no, hear you do it. No, yeah, it'd be no, weird if you I did it I, I, I need
2: you to do it now for me blessing.
1: I mean, since you asked so nicely. There you go.
2: Best, way. See, I could never do it like that. I got no musical ability, sadly. Out today, we have Clockwork Aquario for PS4 and Switch. Gear Club. There's a period in between Gear and Club, and it upsets me so much. Gear Gear Club Unlimited 2 Ultimate Edition. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, PC, something called um, Among among Us, Among Us, Big Trongous, Among Us, Among Us, Humongous is coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, Asteroids, Recharged, (laughs) PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch, PC, Fire Girl, Hack and Splash, Rescue, sounds hot. PC. That game is actually, uh, it looks pretty cool. I don't know yeah, if you've seen those, Fire Girl before. I, I've seen some Fire Girls, but they never see me. Um, oh, that's good. Greek, Memories <laughs> of Azure, PS4. That sounded way creepier than I meant it to me. It's okay. It happens.
1: Yeah, I was going to slide over and be like, maybe we should take it back. <laughs>
2: uh, Greek, oh, Memories of Azure, PS4, Xbox One. <laughs> After I see some Fire Girls, the next game is what I do. Some one-hand clapping coming to Switch. (laughs) Noble Fates coming to PC.
1: (laughs) God damn it, Tim. Uh,
2: We now have uh, NVIDIA GeForce update. Uh, Lemniskate DLSS is happening. Lemniskate is now enhanced with NVIDIA DLSS support, increasing frame rates by up to two times. Uh, Rat Loops games is Lemnisk Gate is a unique turn-based strategy FPS where combat takes place across multiple turns in a time loop. It's a time loop game, baby. It is. Uh, requiring players to think several moves ahead to succeed. So if you've got Lemnus Gate and you've got an uh, NVIDIA uh, card, hit up that DLSS and make it better. Baby. Time loops are so hot right now.
3: yeah
1: Yeah, i almost talked about this one a little bit in the the blessing show about time loops but i just couldn't find the time to actually check it out but it looks cool
2: Yep. new dates uh wind jammers is coming on january 20th to playstation 4 xbox one switch stadia and pc there is stadia still alive uh deals of the day dead by daylight definitive edition on switch is $20 on amazon gog is having a winter sale and you can get disco elysium the final cut for $18 disco elysium a good game don't you agree it's a great time loops are
3: so hot right now
2: (laughs) 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 that in itself is a loop battlefield 2042 for ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x is $29.99 on anton lion i've never even heard of that but it's there Big Brain Academy, Brain versus Brain for Switch is $15 on Amazon. That is a dirty cheap.
3: I know. I, so we picked that up because it's it's actually a lot of fun, especially if you've got kids, family, or whatever. I, I'll give you the recommendation right now. Big Brain Academy, Brain versus Brain is really, really fun. It's really fun to kind of tell. You can do like head-to-head puzzle challenges with, you know, friends and family, and it's actually really, really fun. And I thought, oh, what a buyer. 30, 30 bucks is actually, you know, nicely priced as well. So we got it right at launch, and it's already right. 50% off. What's going on? I mean, get get it while you can. I mean, um, yeah, definitely. Def, I mean, for 15 bucks, absolutely. I was going to say it's a no brainer. I might check yeah. it out. Then. Get in there. Yeah. And then, and, it wasn't it
1: was on my radar. I might check it out after that recommendation. Yeah.
3: It's really fun, especially if you. And the, and the nice thing about it is, even if you don't have other people around to play with you can go online and play against their ghosts and play against your friends ghosts and do those challenges oh, nice.
2: I, l- I love to play games against ghosts leaving xbox game Pass on december 31st just a heads up pro evolution soccer 2021 for cloud and console the little acre for cloud and console yakuza zero Play that now if you if you haven't already for Cloud Console on PC, Yakuza Kiwami 1 and Yakuza Kiwami 2. Before we move on, we have one more NVIDIA update, and that is for system latency. Um, starting today, it's a system latency challenge, in fact. Starting today for one week only, the NVIDIA system latency challenge powered by NVIDIA reflex will give you the opportunity to find out just how good you can be. You can download Kovacs, the world's best aim trainer, by the meta and try out the NVIDIA experiment system latency challenge. Not only will you get to experience the benefits of latency reduction, but you have the chance to walk away with many, one of many prizes, including an NVIDIA GeForce RTX 30 Ti graphics card, coveted, difficult to find. To enter, you'd need to play the NVIDIA experiment system latency challenge in Colvac 2.0. Share a screenshot of your score from the leaderboard on Twitter or Instagram, and comment using the hashtag, hashtag win games. There you go. If you want to get better at frames first person. Win oh, games. Frames wins games. <laughs> oh, sounds
1: man. like that is such the an one. Andy thing to jump into. Yeah, it <laughs> does. That is it an does. Andy. That sounds like an Andy saying. I cool.
3: remember Just, skill look. Skill wins games. You could yeah. put me on on a state-of-the-art rig and put shroud on a fucking 486 and he would still kick my ass
2: i remember back in the day when we played counter-strike the I, the best way to like the smart thing to do was put it on the shittest graphics with the weirdest resolution so you yeah, could like, like so it, you could right? like you could yeah you'd like you'd get way better performance a lot of, of a
3: lot of yeah i, I used to watch uh, pubg streamers and a lot of them played with with very weird and often like you said kind of pared down graphic settings because they don't yeah. care about like how good the game looks they just want to have the best the best performance they want the most frames because yep. the frames yeah they want the most broad distance most fov like those are the things that and often and oftentimes like in pubg for example if you had like all of the details on it would mm-hmm. make it easier for other players to be concealed so they would pull out like all the extra grass and bushes and stuff to make the landscape yeah. more bare, Smart. so they could see other players
2: okay that is what you need to do i'd love to get yeah, ready
1: against them it's been a while since i played pubg yeah. this is 2017
2: let's go to you're wrong uh we've got a new studio founded by dr disrespect midnight society called midnight Society, co-founded by doc and robert bowling of infinity ward cool um nano that comes from bg258e nano says the last stadium news was that for its second anniversary it's already been two years you could get a chromecast ultra and controller for 22 dollars and oh, some yeah. other games
3: Apparently I can get it on my LG TV now as like a like a TV app. Yeah.
2: Are, are you gonna do it? But
3: no. $22? There, guys, there it is. That's yeah. a that's really cheap
1: price for a Chromecast Ultra.
2: Yeah, but I mean, just, just for, for the Chromecast, even if you don't use yeah. Stadia. Yeah. yeah. I or mean the there's computer. probably there's probably some sort of hook that keeps you giving them more money going forward though. I imagine.
1: Well, yeah, you just get out of those. You set a reminder.
2: Yeah. Uh uh, Hathium says, Hollow Knight Silksong is not confirmed for PlayStation, Xbox yet, only PC and Switch, so that shadow drop could still happen. Uh, Advanced Advance Wars, Frankfurter says, Advance Wars was delayed from December 3rd, 2020 to April 8th, 2021. Yep. Nano says, Tactical Slayer isn't one for one of SWAT. SWAT had Magnum and DMRs, which aren't in Infinite. Tactical Slayer has BR only with no sidearm. Uh, Nano says, the Red Ring of Death happened 16 years ago, not a decade.
1: Uh, Nano... I need I need you to take a break. (laughs) chill, bro. Chill. We You like
2: you're doing the thing on TikTok. When I say it,
1: did people not have 360s a decade ago that probably had the red light of death? You know what I meant, Nano. Yeah. Um, Also, you know, people get consoles late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another bit of breaking news. I got the yellow light of death in 2011. Mm.
2: Another bit of breaking news. obscurious gamer. The PlayStation 3 and Xbox versions of GTA Online, including website stat tracking via Rockstar Games social club, will officially be shutting down on December 16, 2021. Please note these changes are strictly for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions of GTA Online and will have no impact on access to or progress within Grand Theft Auto 05 story mode. So rest in peace, GTA Online, for those consoles. Gone, but not forgotten. You know that. Next week, or this week's, this week's hosts are Wednesday, Blessing and Andy, Thursday, me and Tim. And then Friday, Blessing and Janet. If you're watching live after this on Twitch, there is... What What you got next? I don't even know.
1: After this, we have a fun uh, charity stream for Project Hope. Uh, that's going to be Mike, Andy, Nick, and Joey. And Ooh. they're going to be playing some Mario Party. And I think taking the SATs.
2: Oh, yeah. I would fail
1: those. No doubt.
2: If you want to catch that stream, let, uh, subscribe to YouTube.com for kind of funny place uh remember this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv for kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about sometimes it's two people sometimes it's three people sometimes it's more you love it we have a patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level on patreon.com for kind of funny games if you're not subbed at a silver level maybe consider subbing at a silver level so stick around for that otherwise until next time which is thursday for me laugh and grow fat